time once again. It's that time you all been clamoring and waiting for. It's that time to show who really has been acting bad. Cold Sports proudly presents to you the Don't of the Month. Oh yes, Kyrie can take your questions right now. Oh oh, he has a statement. Oh uh, yes, I'm here to here to say to you that the Earth is flat. Yeah, you heard me. The Earth is flat. I'm, I'm telling you, it, it's right in front of our faces. The schools they all lie to us, man. The Earth is flat. Kyrie, uh, let me ask you this question. You went to Duke, right? Uh, I know they have professors there that taught you that the Earth is round. <laughs> Why would you say it's flat? Out of all the questions you could ask me. That's what you take out of it? Yeah, well, yeah, that is. Why do you say it's flat? I mean, the fact that this is a a, a social phenomenon, that the earth is round or flat, I don't get it. I really don't. I find it hilarious. Does it really matter to you that I believe the world is flat? This is the moment when Kyrie knew he up. Welcome to Cole Sports. You have entered the zone called sports on another level. And now, here's your host, Cole Johnson. Cole Sports! I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guide, Cole Johnson, is here. And on this episode, we're going to talk about fights that really shouldn't happen. We're also going to talk about that organization that could give the young and the restless a run for their money and we're going to put a worthy subject upon further review as we always do but for right now let's get to the headlines dateline las vegas so there was a report earlier this week that said that the fight between conor mcgregor the ufc star and the undefeated and now retired boxer slash promoter floyd mayweather was on that both parties agreed to the terms and they were ready to have a fight but whoa nelly not so fast the tease though is still on because mayweather went on espn's first take and said that they are quote very very close close quote to an agreement I don't know how that's, I don't know how it's the case, simply because you have McGregor who wants a hundred million dollars and Mayweather has been on record as saying that I will offer him 15. Meanwhile, you have Dana White who wants to be sort of Don Kingish in the game and said that <laughs> Mayweather isn't serious because I offered him 25 mil and I offered McGregor 25 mil and both of them turned me down flat and laughed in my face. Look. The more we talk about this, the more it's evident. It ain't happening. This is one of those, man, what if type of scenarios. Let it die. You got a retired boxer and a UFC fighter who hasn't boxed since, what, high school? Drop it. Dateline, Houston. Former NFL quarterback Vince Young is going to get back in the NFL game. Yes, the former NFL quarterback is ready to make a difference at age 33. In a tweet that he put forth 
to the people. Vince Young said he had a, quote, dream of playing more football. Close quote. He's so serious, he actually has hired Lee Steinberg, agent extraordinaire, to really help him in this process. Now, here's the issue. I am never going to dissuade someone who wants to come back. I love a comeback story. But looking at how the NFL is is shaped and configured, the last time he played was 2011, and he had limited quarterback skills then at age 27. I don't know if six years has changed him in any way, shape, or form, but he may he may get some looks. I don't know how serious those looks would be, and I think that's going to be the issue. Now, if he gets a chance to hold a clipboard, he probably will be on a team, but I want him to succeed, and I hope he does. I hope he does. Dateline, Tampa. New York Yankees owner Hal Steinbrenner has visions. That's right, visions. A former player and now newly minted advisor, Alex Rodriguez, of being a manager in the organization. He opined that he could envision A-Rod one day being the manager of the team and that idea should not be ruled out. The article I saw was on ESPN. It says, A-Rod for future manager, don't laugh. Well, this is what I will do with that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Somebody backed them away from the marijuana joints. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh Lord. Dateline, New York City. Canadian tennis star Jeannie Beaujard was bold in her claim that the Patriots was going to lose to the Falcons. She was assured that the Falcons was going to win the Super Bowl. Then a fan by the name of John Gorky challenged her and said, hey, if the Patriots win, would you go out on a date with me? And she said, "Okay, no problem. Well, the Patriots won. Mr. Gorky got his date and it was sitting courtside at the Nets game this past week. Now, about that date, she was asked if there would be a second date. And the tennis star and model said, quote, sure, close quote. Well, it looks like a love connection may be formed. We'll be back in two and two. Be right back at you. Dateline Foxborough. Sad news to report on this one. Ten year old mega Brady fan and mega Patriots fan Logan Schoenhardt died from brain tumor complications. Now, he's been diagnosed with with a brain tumor since the age of three and went through six major operations. And it was unfortunate that he passed, but he got a chance to see his Patriots win a fifth Super Bowl ring. His mother, Joe, had this to say about her son and the passion that he had for football and the Patriots. She said, quote, he knows he's never going to play football, which he would dearly love to do. So he lives through them, especially Brady. Close quote. Well, Logan, I hope that you feel more empowered now than you ever did on earth. Be proud, my friend, that you lived a great life, even though it was only one short decade. When I come back, we're going to put the All-Star Game upon further review. But immediately following the break, it is the Dolt of 
of the week. Steady, are you ready? Again, ladies and gentlemen, let's do it, shall we? Come on now, say it with me. It is time for Dolt of the Week. Oh, Dolt of the Week, sponsored by nobody, but we're still going to give it to you straight with no chaser as we always do. Now, we have a few candidates, but really only one does the bill and he really did such dirt so bad that the bulk of what he did happened last week but it transferred and the residue of it transferred into the bulk of this week too the winner of this episode's dote of the week is the owner of the new york knicks and Madison Square Garden, James Dolan. He landed on this list because last week he had the audacity to cower under the pressure of a former player, Charles Oakley, in whatever criticisms he may have had when he was on the court or near the court side, I should say. MSG security rushed in. Oakley fell because of the crowding. Oakley got a little upset, pushed a couple of people that put his, put their hands on him. And the next thing you know, six security members of the MSG hauled him off and out of the arena. Then if that was not enough, Oakley, by orders of Dolan, gets arrested and booked. If that wasn't enough, Dolan gets on a microphone and and gets interviewed and said that Oakley, quote, is an alcoholic, close quote. And said that he would do everything possible to, quote, get him the help he needs, close quote. Now, why would you down a former player like that that is so beloved by your organization that you own? And then if that wasn't enough, Dolan had the nerve to ban, to actually place a ban on Charles Oakley for attending any Madison Square Garden games, including if he buys a ticket. Well, (laughs) the vitriol and the bad press was so bad on Dolan that in the featured ABC game that the Knicks had with the Spurs, Dolan decided to hold a function where he would honor former Knicks. Amongst them were Latrell Sprewell and Larry Johnson and Bernard King. 
Well, let me break it down for you. Larry Johnson works for the Knicks. So we already know where his bread is buttered. His bread has to be buttered there. Latrell Sprewell, he hadn't set foot in the garden since he was released in 2003. So we're talking 13 plus years that all of a sudden, oh, you're hipping your boys with the former players, with a guy that you didn't care about since you took on a ship. And then Bernard King. Now, we haven't heard much of him really in the intervening years since he's retired from basketball anyway. So I, I really don't fault him for the for the attention but Spreewell and Johnson I have to I have to shake my head and and shrug my shoulders because I would think they're they're more contemporaries with Oakley and they actually would appear as if they're a boys with with Dolan because they sat alongside him at courtside bad look again and if that wasn't enough all of your petulant ways prompted the commissioner of the league Adam Silver and one of the owners of the NBA and Michael Jordan to sit you and Charles Oakley aside and say, grill up your beef and eat it because it is staining the reputation of the game. You're 61 years old, Dolan. Do you actually need to have the reminder from who people consider to be the goat of basketball and one of your peers and the commissioner of the game to say, you know what? Grow up at your age. And actually be mature and take the high road? Do you really need two men to tell you that, Dolan? Or are you so consumed with wanting to treat this as your toys and that you really wouldn't be and shouldn't be and couldn't be bothered with the fact that this is such a a, a small thing that it really doesn't rate on your your scale of important things to to, to consider or think about? Dolan, come on, man. Banning a player. Banning a player, you you really wanted to go that far? And plus, Oakley is one of the most beloved Knicks in New York. The only ones I can think of that are more beloved than him are Clyde Frazier, Willis Reed, and Patrick Ewing. I can't think of many more who are. And I think you have to understand, Dolan, when you spat on Oakley, you spat on 21,000 people who attend games and all the ones who follow them in New York City. And all over, all across the country. That was an insult to the fan base, man. Wake up. Do better. Be better. And look, stop entertaining that troll who's the president of your team. Rein him in. Put him aside and say, look, stop being a crotchety old man and actually give a crap about this team. My team. Or I'll find someone else who will. And I guarantee you. Knowing how Phil is, knowing how the Zen master is, he probably would say, fine, fire me. I really don't care. All I want to do is tweet and just clown people. That's all I really want to do. Then maybe your team would be better. But until then, your team is nothing but an orange and blue laughing stock. And you're the head remaster for it. Gosh, Dolan. When I come back, we're going to put the All-Star Game upon further review.
right, my co-sports VIPs, why your goat ain't mine, the five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history, is yours today right now for free, for free, 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 free. All you have to do is go into ColdSports.com and get your copy. Let me say that again. All right, my ColdSports VIPs. Why your goat ain't mine, the five greatest quarterbacks in NFL history, is yours today for free, for free, for free, for what? For free, for what? For free. All you have to do is go on to ColdSports.com and get your copy. So what are you waiting on? Go get it! Are you looking for the quintessential tool to tap within the champion within you? What if I were to tell you I actually have that tool for you? I do have that tool and I can direct you right to it. Cold Sports presents 10 scriptures that can change your life. The sports edition. Come along with this journey as you get to see one athlete after another model different aspects of what a champion does and what a champion is. And ultimately, you'll find out what a champion really is from his eyes. Cold Sports presents 10 scriptures that can change your life. The Sports Edition, available on paperback and on Kindle at Amazon.com and ColdSports.com. on the next episode of cold sports we're going to dig into the all-star weekend how good or how bad was it we're also going to celebrate the nhl turning 100 and we're also going to put a worthy subject on the further review as we always do but speaking of upon further review we're going to push those things that you said for the episode to come this one right here all-star game get ready be front and center because you are being put upon further review. Ah, the All-Star Game in Charlotte. I mean, it, it, it's it's going well. It's wonderful. I mean, the the buzz has been great. Festivities has been wonderful. Everything has been as according to plan. It really could not go better except, oh, there's one thing. Yes, the All-Star Game is not in Charlotte. No, it's in New Orleans. And why is it in New Orleans? It's because of two letters and one number. HB2. Or at least that's what the NBA says. Adam Silver had this to say when pulling the game from Charlotte. He said, quote, Our week-long schedule of all-star events and activities is intended to be a global celebration of basketball, our league, and the values for which we stand, and to bring together all members of the NBA community, current and former players, league and team officials business partners and fans 
While we recognize that the NBA cannot choose the law in every city, state, and country in which we do business, we do not believe we can successfully host our all-star festivities in Charlotte in the climate created by HB2. Close quote. Now, for those who don't understand what House Bill 2 is, it is considered an anti-gay, lesbian, bigenderal, transgenderal, queer bill that was signed into law by former governor of North Carolina, Pat McCrory. Now, whatever you believe is what you believe. That's not where I'm focusing this. I'm focusing I'm focusing it on what Charlotte lost. And the NBA All-Star Weekend is one of the things that has been tragic about how there's been a mass exodus from all things North Carolina because of this this legislation. In an article in Forbes magazine written by Maury Brown, he had this to say about the climate of the economic impact of what Charlotte lost with the All-Star Weekend and All-Star Game in general. He wrote, quote, The NBA is using the power of economics to not only make a point, but enact social change. While the NBA would not see how much of an impact the All-Star Game has due to a policy of not disclosing financial information, looking at the entire event, accounting for hotels, restaurants, tourism, transportation, and general spending, Charlotte is estimated to lose $100 million, according to the Charlotte Regional Visitors Authority. It also is a disappointing loss to Michael Jordan and the rest of the Hornets organization, which had worked with the league to try and get HB2 addressed, but instead will see losses. Close quote. I, I think what we have seen is a priority of things in certain places while priorities have not been placed in others. Take, for instance, last summer when the WNBA was in full swing. And you all remember the Alta Sterling and Philandro Castile killings that happened in July within one day of each other. There were many WNBA players that protested the police brutality in those cases. The WNBA decided to come down and find each player in each organization for protesting until they changed their mind one month later. Conversely, when it comes to the LGBTQ community, they had an event for said community in commemorating them. My issue with the NBA is if you are going to celebrate one facet of life, you have to celebrate all of them. You can't pick and choose which one. You can't just simply say, well, this is this is one that's going to hurt the pocketbook if we if we side on this side versus if we don't side with this one. If you truly are about an entity that brings all together, then you have to be an entity that protests, celebrates, and would economically back all. 
It's just that simple. A city did not have to lose this. Because as we're speaking at this moment, the new governor is trying to undo that law. So a city did not have to lose that much. They did not have to lose nine figures because you took a cause seven months ago where at the same time that happened, you really could have cared less about two citizens in this country who got killed by police. That's where I have an issue. That's where I will always have an issue. You can't stand up for one if you fail to stand up for them all. If you happen to like this episode or any episode that you've heard thus far, regular interview or special, why don't you come follow me on Twitter at Cole underscore sports. That's sports with a Z. You can also come follow me on Facebook, Cole Sports. Again, sports with a Z. Make your voice heard. Make your presence felt. Come on down to the Cole Sports VIP room. It's on Facebook. Again, it's Cole Sports. Again, it's sports with a Z. To my Canadian friends, I got you. It's sports with a Z. You can also follow me on other social media platforms such as Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram. More importantly, you can follow me on ColdSports.com. That's ColdSports.com. That is ColdSports with a Z dot com. Like, share, rate, review, subscribe to your heart's content. Most importantly, though, with all of this. No matter what platform in which you listen to this program, I want you to enjoy the content. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I am Cole Johnson. And this is... Cole Sports! You've been listening to Cole Sports with Cole Johnson.